Hello, loyal listeners. If you understand this communication, then clearly you've survived the mimetic kill agent. And you haven't been snitching about what you heard previously when we talked about what the Foundation has in your archives. I'm your host, 0511, Sergio, here with leader of Equinox Task Force, Michael. Sir, isn't the uh, the O5 Council not supposed to share their their names? That's why there's a mimetic kill agent on this uh, on on this recording. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry, Sergeant. Sorry. And with us today is our uh, humble D class D four twenty fifty four. If you haven't referred to as a D-Class again, underling, I will shoot you. I'm a member of the O5 Council. I'm the highest authority in the land. Doesn't mean shit to me. I'm friends with SCP-173. I'm a self-insert bitch. You can't fight me. Oh, no. (laughs) We should look at actual SCP fanfiction at some point. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i did i can't I, believe I, we I, found I that, that scp 42069 i didn't think scp fanfiction was a real thing because i figured well why not just do like make an scp like a canon yeah, or like no. a, or a story or an scp mm. i'm pretty sure it is i think it's a game uh scp foundation mythos uh there's 148 of them on the uh fanfiction.net huh all right so what have we got here for us today i think we said we were going to start with michael's excuse me and what is your michael well this one has kind of been making the rounds a little bit on uh on the social medias it seems that there has been an outbreak of uh of a of a strand of scp 5167 uh, SCP-5167, otherwise known as <sighs> When the Imposter is Sus. I'm not shitting you. This is a real SCP. Oh, boy. Um, uh, yeah. I think I'll start, I think I'll start us off by reading the, the special containment procedures. Are you sure? Is That's the one that I brought up here. I mean, okay, we well, have a well, we have some observation logs. I feel like that would probably be better okay, for. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I guess you, you can read the main description. I, 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 I I thought like one person would get the procedures, one person would get the uh, description. I was going so off go of how we. Can, I was going off of how we did it last time. All right. Yeah. Correctly. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go ahead. You can read. All right. Thank you. Item number SCP fifty one sixty seven. Object class Keter. Special containment procedures. Foundation web crawlers are to monitor online communications for mentions of potential SCP-5167 sightings. In cases where these sightings are confirmed, all direct witnesses are to be apprehended and all secondary evidence removed from the platform in question. Apprehended witnesses are to be held until symptoms of SCP-5167 abate and are then to be amenistized and released under a standard mental breakdown cover story. Description. SCP-5167 is an entity known to manifest as a player in the online multiplayer game 
Among Us under the username of Fotnet, uh, of Fothanus. We'll just call him Fothanus. Okay. SCP-5167 will randomly join multiplayer lobbies of the game and participate as an ordinary player would, with the majority of its anomalous effects only becoming obvious following the initial encounter. During this initial encounter, SCP-5167 has been observed to communicate using the in-game chat function, although the majority of its speech consists of lengthy uh, diatribes produced at little prompting from other players. Individuals who interact with SCP-5167 in-game will uh, subsequently begin to exhibit symptoms of paranoia and Capra's delusion. The severity of these symptoms varies from person to person, but in initial cases was uh, significant enough to prompt acts of perceived self-defense from those affected. These symptoms persist for a period initially believed to encompass several months, but has lessened to one or two weeks as observation has continued. SCP-5167 was initially discovered by the Foundation after a period which the player uh, Fothanus was a minor urban legend in the Among Us community. Although interest in the figure died down fairly quickly, Foundation web crawlers flagged recorded accounts of players' encounters with the entity as potential anomalous phenomena. Learning, pl- learning computer Psi 2, Mevil, or Mevil, I don't know how you want to pronounce that, was assigned to track sessions of the game until SCP-5167 was encountered, and the other players in said session were tracked down. They exhibited the symptoms now associated with SCP-5167. The Foundation efforts to track the individual behind SCP-5167 have thus far proven unsuccessful. All attempts to locate the internet access point used by the anomaly have led to deserted home addresses in rural Greece. Analysis of impending SCP-5167 neutralization. Uh, woman director, I got this. <laughs> As requested by head researcher Abrams, I've had Site-22 analysts look into the progress of SCP-5167's anomalous effects over the period we've observed it. The results are much as I expected. When we first discovered SCP-5167, for the sake of argument, let's say this is when SCP-5167 first came into existence, the impact it had on its victims were severe. I don't think I have to remind you of what Billy Heth did to his family's faces. But since then, almost immediately, really, since the first couple of manifestations, the potency of its effects has started to decline. Full detachment from reality became delusion, and delusion has now become paranoia. The intensity of that paranoia is lessening in each new case. This is all conjecture, of course. It shouldn't be taken as gospel, but based on what we've observed of this anomaly, so far. Our estimation is that SCP-5167's anomalous effects will become inert by the end of the year. Well, it'll keep popping up in these video game matches is another story, though. Site-22 Intelligence Director Michelle Ross. Observation Log 5167-1 The following is the log of SCP-5167 as observed by learning computer Psi-2 in a game of Among Us. SCP-5167 participated in the game without communicating until specifically addressed by other players. Following the game, all participating players were tracked down and treated as containment procedures dictate. Communication is logged below. I will be at the SCP unless Michael wants to be it. I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be the SCP. Alright, I'll be, uh, one of the other guys (laughs) who pops up. 
Sergio could be John Arbuckle. <laughs> okay. Uh, Red, where were you when you we were doing Reactor? Where was I? I was there when the mountains were newborn and the oceans virginal. I was there when gods walked among men and their wisdom was cast down like sunlight. I was there when mankind was capable of legends. And now I find myself in a world that has forgotten even the taste of life, even the very concept of life beyond existing from one day to the next. Mere continuance where all the world is wasted away in idle play of emotions that once rang true. I'm in a world where even the gods have forgotten their bones washed away by time. A world where man has moved on, where all the legacy I have left are three fucking sentences on Wikipedia. I thought my time had come again. I thought this could be the new me, but this is nothing. Let me stay dead this time. I'm tired. No activity for 12 seconds. <clears throat> Your mom. Red is sus. I just said that. <laughs> Sorry, did. I didn't hear you. See, see I, I, th- I thought that I thought the the, the 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 silence was my cue to quickly go in and say Red is sus. No, because there's no activity for twelve seconds. Uh. <laughs> yeah, vote red and log. But yeah, uh, as I just looked it up, and I I, I guess th- this confirms Thonus is the. Uh, Greek personification of jealousy and envy, and yes, indeed, it is literally only three sentences on Wikipedia. Nice. Hmm. So, well, what are um, our thoughts on SCP five one six seven? I think it's kind of dumb and topical. <laughs> I picked it specifically for that reason. Uh, right up our yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is going to age poorly. As time goes on, um, because oh, yeah. this is very of like a spur of the moment type SCP. It's like if Hero Brian was an SCP. It's not badly written though, but it's basically like it makes everybody think that each other is sus. Oh yeah, also it's not working anymore. I think my problem with it <clears throat> is that it doesn't really go into the horror aspect of what's going on here. Yeah, because this could because because this is usually where there'd be like a like a C experiment log you click on and you hear about all the cases, but no, it it alludes at the bottom that there's a full record of the related homicides, but there isn't actually text for you to read. Yeah, it would be very interesting if like when you encounter this thing, it makes you do stuff from Among Us in real life. That would be fucking creepy. Man, it, your vision like becomes like blurry, so you only have like a very select f- v- uh, field of vision. And on top of that, you got a uh, you got like fucking like literally murdering people. Like, you know, thinking, also I had to do. What was that search? I also I have the question of what, why is the Greek god Thonus um play why all of a sudden is he playing among us why are his powers lessening like there there, there's some there's questions here that i don't really like 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 it just like it doesn't like fit to me at least in my my thinking i mean that's not as big of a deal it doesn't really matter if they can explain the origin of the creature mostly it's I, i think the interesting thing comes from what the hell happens to people that touch it 
or interact. Well, with I, I'm not. I'm not like like they don't need to understand how like like I'm not saying like explain why a Greek god is real, but no, like there's just no why connection. has why if why is Thonus playing among us something that I would I would say doesn't really fit the whole jealousy and envy shtick, and like why are his powers lessening because they don't mm-hmm. really they don't really go into well why is the well, you know, he he was Keter, but he's about to be neutralized. Because uh, I assume because the game is getting less popular. But um, I don't know. It doesn't really make much sense. Maybe there's something we're missing. Because I don't really care about Among Us. I just I wanted to pick one that was like that sounded really bad, and it was one that appeared on my feed and Twitter, and I was I I was like I this couldn't be real. This can't be real. It's real. And I had to look. I had to look it up. And it was 100% real. And it was just kind of coincidence that right now the big thing is the fucking Among Us get out of my head, get out of my head thing. Because mm-hmm. I thought, like, if anything, that would be kind of like the topical merge that could work for this spur-of-the-moment awful creature. I mean, it's it's well-written. It's just... what What's there is interesting, but the problem is they don't flesh it out enough. <clears throat> I'll I give it a a six. I give it a four. I give it a three because it's pain. It's Ouch. definitely not topping <laughs> any list, and I think in the the it's 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 gonna it's basically gonna get swallowed up in the grand sea of six thousand SCPs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, on to mine. Yes. <clears throat> Yours is two seven two, two seven seven, seven four, right? Seven four. Object class. Keter. Special containment procedures. All instances of SCP two seven seven four are to be destroyed upon recovery. Web crawler A zero three G three two has been set to monitor and scan all forms of online visual media for SCP-2774-A and alert recovery teams upon detection. Teams are assigned to a monitor, internet, and live television for SCP-2774-A. If detected, recovery teams are to be dispatched immediately. Any personnel who are exposed to an instance of SCP-2774 for more than five seconds are to be issued Class C amnestics and temporarily relocated to Site 116. Due to the nature of SCP-2774, it is recommended that researchers assigned to SCP-2774 have some form of deuteranopia. Recovery teams are working to recover those affected by SCP-2774 and relocate them to Site 216 to test for a possible cure. Until one is discovered, Site-116 will serve as a permanent residency for all affected persons. Approval for testing subjects in Site-116 must come from the Ethics Committee and Site Overseer, Dr. Martin. Subjects kept at Site-116 are to maintain formerly limited, but now no contact with personnel unless approved by the proper parties. The following has been removed. Subjects kept at Site-116 are to be allowed two hours a day of social interaction with other subjects. 30 minutes will be designated to the following. Breakfast, lunch, courtyard, and dinner. Subjects are not to be allowed to wander outside of the designated social areas or stay in groups larger than five. This has been removed. The current inaction is 
Subjects will be contained in Euclid-level humanoid containment cells as of 10-15-2010. Subjects are not to have social interaction of any kind. In addition, subjects must not leave their cells until further notice. Description SCP-2774 is any medium which contains SCP-2774-A. SCP-2774-A is a mimetic image of an unknown humanoid entity, presumably wearing a sloth costume. Effects of viewing SCP-2774 set in between 40 to 100 hours after initial exposure to SCP-2774-A. Those affected will begin to lose the ability to use cognitive functions or make higher-level decisions, except for a period lasting around 150 seconds every 24 hours. This period occurs randomly and should be considered reminiscent to the fans of Belle Delphine. <laughs> SCP-2774-A manifests itself in various forms of non-live media, including Moody's, not Moody's, television, movies, magazines, and in some cases, personally recorded videos or pictures. Dash A is typically located in the background of whatever media it appears in. To date, there have been no instances of SCP-2774 on the internet. A single incident in northern Canada, where Dash A appeared on live local television, resulted in the relocation of over 4,000 people to Site-116. The image only retains its anomalous properties if the image contains hues of red or green. Therefore, those with deuteranopia or other forms of color blindness are not affected by the SCP. I'm gonna stop you there. I'm a, I'm assuming that sloths are red green color blind, and that's why. Maybe. I don't know enough about sloths. I'll, I'll look that up while you're reading. It's very possible that they are. <clears throat> Dash A is believed to possess mimetic properties that are enhanced oh, based on the number of... Sloths are almost completely blind. <laughs> Ouch. <clears throat> Manifestations. Oh, really? They have no cones? Yes, they have no cones. <laughs> Holy shit. God really said, fuck those guys. Pretty much. <laughs> Play on hard mode, asshole. Manifestations of Dash A appear to become more frequent as the number of living victims increases. After the implementation of Protocol XXXJ9, reports of manifestation dropped significantly. Tests show that including the colorblind, 2774 does not affect the majority of people who view it. It is estimated that under 40% of those exposed are actually affected. This percentage is also directly affected by the number of living victims. When subject to Dash A's effect, victims appear to move normally based on muscle memory, albeit with slowed reaction times. They are, ugh, excuse me. They are very passive and compliant with personnel, willing to answer basic questions and follow commands, though they display a lack of emotion. While they appear conscious, victims cannot control their actions in any way during this time. Victims, upon entering their 150 seconds of lucidity, are often highly agitated and fearful. Victims may act irrationally while lucid. Those affected report complete memory of time spent without cognitive function, but no ability to comprehend their actions or affect them in any way. Upon initial realization of regained cognitive abilities, most express dread upon realizing the permanence of their situation. In numerous instances, those affected by 2774 report observing Dash A while their body is acting autonomously. Perception of reality appears to be lost during that time. 
Subjects are to be considered unstable when conscious, and are formally to be approached with care, currently not to be approached at all. Those who have been resettled at Site-116 have displayed an affinity to Dash-A. Art, literature, and effigies of Dash-A can commonly be found hoarded in the corners of subjects' rooms. All objects are presumed to have been created while unconscious. Formerly, these objects were commonly traded between subjects during free hours. Currently, any such items are to be removed and incinerated, and the creators terminated, along with any subjects seen emulating SCP-2774-A. Recorded Interview Log 0027 Dr. Clara Chung conducted the following report with Subject 0866, David, on June 11, 2010, upon confirming lucidity. Hello, David. If you help me answer a few questions, we can come closer to fixing you. Are you ready? Would you like to be the subject, Michael? Yeah. I, I don't know. Just hurry. Subject 0866 shuffles in his seat uncomfortably. Since we have limited time, could you tell us exactly what you experience when you're not in control? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's like this. It's like you're being driven around and you're in, a, in the passenger seat, yeah, right? Except your arms and legs are strapped down so you can't move. You can't feel anything in your body either. The worst part about it is that you can't hold a thought for more than five seconds. It's fucking hell. Subject 0866 takes a deep breath and stretches his body. Are you alright? We can continue tomorrow if you'd like. It's fine. It's... I just want to enjoy being able to control myself a bit before I lose it. When you're stuck here, or you're stuck there, in, in your own head, you just want to scream, but you can't. You can try for hours and hours, move an arm, a leg, make a sound, it won't happen. You can't even control your bra your breath. And then the hallucinations. The sloth. I just... 0866 looks towards the guards standing on each side of Dr. Chung, then checks the clock. 0866 begins to shake. It's watching us. I can't face them again. I just can't. Don't take this personally, please. I'm sorry. 0866 reluctantly lunges towards the guard to Dr. Chung's right. 0866 is terminated immediately following contact. Dr. Chung exits the room. Following this interview, the clock in the Site 116 interview room has been removed. Recorded interview log 0030. Dr. Clara Chung conducted the following interview with subject 7444, Claire, on October 1st, 2010, upon confirming lucidity. Michael? Would you like to be the subject again? It's a girl this time. I think Sergio should take it. But I'm Sergio will be talking to himself. <laughs> okay. Kent, are you going to kill us? No, we are going to help you. Now we have a few. If you want to help us, please just kill us. It's the only way to stop it. There's just no point anymore. Write that down. Write that down. Stop what? The sloth, I don't know what it is. The first few days that you're stuck, it only shows up maybe once, two, three times. Shit, I don't know, okay? But, but after a week or so, you see it everywhere. Nowhere is safe. In the corner of my eye, it's just staring. I, I don't know, I don't know!
Subject loses composure. Please, could you continue on about this sloth? If I do, it's going to punish me for this. The sloth never talks, never says a word. I feel like I need to be it. I need to act like it so that it will leave me alone. Everyone knows it wants to help. It wants us to help. It knows if we don't, too. I can see us even when we're even when I'm awake. I can see it watching us right now, right behind you. He's just sitting there looking right at me. When I sleep, it makes me keep my eyes open sometimes. We can't control our bodies when we're like that, but I, but it can. I just watch it. It stares at me all night, and then it starts to scream at me, and I can't cry or yell for help or... At this point in time, subject becomes unresponsive, collapsing onto the desk. Claire? Claire, are you alright? Medical, we need assistance. Medical teams rush into the room. It was followingly determined to be a return to previous cognitive state. Approximately four hours after the interview, Dr. Chung filed for immediate termination of the subject. This request was approved on October 4th, 2010. Recorded interview log. 0032. Dr. Clara Chung conducted the following interview with subject 9225, Jason, on October 5th, 2010, upon confirming lucidity. Hello, Jason. For the more we learn, the sooner we can fix you and everyone else who don't have much time. Could you please answer the following questions? Subject nods quickly. Great. Now, others have mentioned hallucinations while incapacitated. Can you tell us what kind of hallucinations you experience? Yeah, it's like it is everyone, okay? And they're walking around like zombies, like I do. I see the sloth, the thing in the sloth costume. It walks around and it controls people. Small things, like basic tasks, you know? It's testing what it can do. I don't know if it's a hallucination. Dr. Chung rapidly takes notes. What kinds of things does it make you do? Okay. Well, it usually just it controls us. But it's been happening more and more. Every time more people come here, it makes us do more. I think that soon it can make us do a lot more. In the beginning, it would just do things like moving an arm or a leg or something like that. Last time, it made us fight. Remember that a few days ago? That was the thing doing it. I, I, I could see it twisting them. It's been changing too, become, becoming darker, more solid. Like after the, the time that... Subject jerks his head back. Dr. Chung jumps back in a chair as the subject convulses and security rushes into the room. Subject looks back to Dr. Chung with a blank expression. Following this interview, additional security was prescribed to Site-116 as well as a letter to the Ethics Committee requesting implementation of Procedure XXXJ9. The request was accepted two days after it was sent. See Addendum Alpha. Addendum Saw Alpha. Sir, what? Sergio has been playing a girl this entire time! Yup. <laughs> the plot twist! <laughs> Addendum Alpha. Following the recorded interview log 0032, my team and I have drafted Protocol XXJ9, in order to help contain SCP-2774-A. <clears throat> we will begin by pruning the current population of Site-116 from approximately 6,400 subjects to 200 by this time next month. Termination will be carried out by Site-116 staff by method of lethal injection. 
schedules for termination will be sent to all personnel. In addition to this, task forces in charge of controlling SCP-2774 off-site have been instructed to terminate anyone exposed instead of transporting them here. This procedure has been approved by all necessary parties and will begin within the week. If you're on site and reading this, you're probably going to have to take part in this. Class A amnestics will be available after your duties are done if you so choose. Keep in mind the state of suffering these people are in. This is as much as for their benefits as ours. Signed, Dr. Clara Chunk. So, what do you think? I thought that was pretty good. Um, a sloth that makes other people act like sloths. Um, I give it an 8. I'd say about I, an 8 too. I give it an eight. It's a it's a solid SCP. It's just like it's just like unsettling enough to be like, well, that's kind of weird. But it's also like it also seems like something that like if you were to watch like I I want to call it like the X Files test. Like if you're watching like a show and uh, it's like a sci fi show and it's meant to be taken seriously. Keep in mind it's meant to be taken like at least somewhat seriously. Uh, I guess a better example would be Doctor Who, and they're trying to make something seem threatening. This would definitely seem pretty threatening. Yeah. It feels like one of those things that's going to just be a meme, a dumb one. It's like, oh, it's a fucking dude in a sloth outfit. Yeah, I had a bit of a giggle when I saw the image. <laughs> but um, I think it does a really good job, not only of implying other things, but also of just creating a surrounding landscape around it. It, uh, it really clarifies to you that this thing is fucking bizarre. They have no clue, not the slightest idea, what this thing is. But it ain't good. In fact, it's fucking terrifying. And I think that's a really good mark of a really good SCP. Is it seems dumb and probably not even important until you realize what it does to people. Then it's terrifying. Then it's freaky. Then it's a problem. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of the more enjoyable SCPs is the ones where it's like, we don't understand it, and that's the scary thing about it. Yeah. So that there, there's something special about uh, anomalous objects in SCP that I think are different than anything like the horror genre has to offer. And I think a true SCP really grasps um because of this, I, I can't even describe other other than it, like if you, we're we're fans of SP, you know what I'm talking about when I mentioned like an object that is truly anomalous is mm-hmm. what makes a good SCP. Yeah, if you're able to explain everything about it, it's not a good SCP. In that case it's it's gets the I'm pretty sure it gets like a different tag too. I like, don't think uh, it's a different if, tag because the no. The I'm contain- pretty sure it gets it. It gets a special tag. Um, like from that, the like, website, or do you mean for containment? Uh, like you know how they have like class, like Keter and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that has nothing to do with how much they know about it. it. It's called explained. Um, it's if they're able to explain exactly everything about the SCP, then it's an explained SCP, and then it's not even like an SCP anymore. I feel like the scary thing about SCP is not that it's like anomalous or anything is that uh there's a lack of information and that's what makes it scary yeah michael's referring to s uh ex scps yeah yeah explained scps but it's not um 
I don't think it's a it's not a, an object class because object class has to do with how can it be contained. Uh, well, look at looking at looking at EXSCPs. Uh, it does cross off the original uh, uh, object class and put explained in its place. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Because the containment procedures are to be like we don't know what it can do, so we're just kind of classifying it in a certain. <laughs> oh context. my god. Guys, what? look at SCP-1401 EX. It's the surreal memes. Oh my god! <laughs> Just look at the picture. Have you for, the, for those of you who don't have SCP-1401, uh, there's a oop! Um, ouch! My absolute head. <laughs> there, there's a uh, there's a picture on it. Yeah, yeah. There's a it's a skull and with a brain as oof! Ouch! My absolute head. It reads: Have you been scrambled? Symptoms include experience of dust, insights of the secret methods of your immune systems, being underneath, detect big satellite beam in your brain waves, be eating big cheese, <laughs> observing the mystery cube. Don't worry about it, it's fine. <laughs> like, I mean, that's it's the same kind of sort of thing as like a joke SCP. Or it's like it, it doesn't have a class because it's it's meant to be a joke. Yeah. There's an SCP for how to write an SCP. Yeah, like... And there's an SCP for how not to write an SCP. Nice. There's a, there's a, there's a SCP... There's an explained SCP that's just, It's called Girlfriend, and it's just... A girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, most, the most dangerous SCP known to man. A girlfriend. This is why I like guys. It's it's Euclid because you don't know what it's gonna <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's we need nice. to look into the instead of jo like SCP fanfics, we need to look into some of the joke SCPs someday. Yeah. I think my favorite semi joke fanfiction is it the toaster that when you think about it, you become it? For like a second. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, there's one that... And I can't remember if it's a doorknob or a toaster. But uh, when you're talking about it, you have to refer to it as yourself. Like, if I am talking about the toaster, I say, I am a toaster. I am such and such dimensions. I do this. This is what happens when people think about me. I think this is a pretty good SCP joke. Uh, is SCP, uh, SCP-006-J. Uh, object class Keter, oh god, kill it. And its fucking title is What the fuck is that thing? And it's literally just insects. <laughs> nice. And there's a picture of like a millipede that says every leg wants to destroy you. A dead fly that says everyone agrees that this one's just fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's just joke SCPs are so good when they're done right. Sergio, would you mind if we did the toaster one really quick? It's pretty short. Sure. The toaster. Yeah, yeah, the toaster. I, I mean, I mean, Jake's Jake's not here, so we might as well read read something. Yeah, the... yeah, that's fair. All right, SCP four twenty six, one of the classics. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> Item number SCP four two six, object class Euclid. Special containment procedures. <clears throat> I am to be sealed in a chamber with no windows, <laughs> through which I may be viewed. The door to my chamber must have a label completely unrelated to my designation or identity in order to prevent unintended spread of my primary effect. 
Only level 3 and above personnel are to know of my presence, and particularly of my properties. Assign personnel to be rotated out on a monthly basis to prevent contamination by my secondary effect. Psychiatric evaluation is mandatory at the end of the month. If personnel are deemed unaffected, they may be reassigned to me no less than four months after their last rotation with me. Any affected personnel are to be given a Class C investic and transferred to a different site. Description. Hello, I am SCP-426. I must be introduced this way in order to prevent ambiguity. I am an ordinary toaster, able to toast bread when supplied with electricity. However, when any human being mentions me, they inadvertently refer to me in the first person. Despite all attempts, there is yet to be a way to speak to write about me in the third person. When in my continuous huh. presence for over two months, individuals begin to identify themselves as a toaster. Unless forcibly <laughs> restrained, these people will ultimately harm themselves in their attempts to emulate my standard functions. I was discovered in the home of Redacted family after the gruesome deaths of three of its members. I had been given to the younger Mr. and Mrs. Redacted as a wedding gift. No card or any other identifying markings had been found on my box. Approximately two months after the family received me, fire crews were dispatched to the home due to an electrical fire. The younger Mrs. Redacted died from the electrical discharge that she had caused when attempting to devour an electric socket. The other two victims had died shortly before the fire occurred. The elder Mrs. Redacted had gorged herself with nearly 10 kilograms of bread before the stomach burst and she died of internal bleeding. The younger Mr. Redacted died of severe blood loss after attempting Redacted with me. The sole survivor was the elder Mr. Redacted, who was suffering from severe malnutrition. He stated that he had inserted some bread a week prior and was still waiting for the toast to pop out. <laughs> I was confiscated by the Foundation after police noted my unusual properties. A Class C amnestic was administered to the affected officers. <clears throat> Experiment Log 426-1 Date Redacted Subject D-Class Personnel D-426-1 was asked to describe what he believed was contained in my chamber. He was not informed about my identity or properties. D-426-1 stated, I'm probably some huge monster holdup in there. That's what you guys have all over the place, right? D4261 remained oblivious to his use of the first person pronoun. Experiment Log 4262 D4262 was placed in my chamber and given regular meals through a dispenser. No communication with D4262 was permitted. Multiple cameras were situated in the chamber, positioned so that I was outside of their field of vision, but allowing constant observation of the D personnel. We remained sealed until my secondary effect manifested in the subject. I was bolted to the floor so that I could not be moved into a camera's view. Details. After 45 days of isolation, D4262 wrapped his arm around me and began conversing with me, stating that we were brothers. D4262 never deviated from using the first-person plural when speaking with me. Subject was terminated one hour after this event. It is theorized that the isolation accelerated the progression of my secondary effect. Experiment Log 4263 A screw was removed from me and shown to D4263. He was asked to describe it. The D personnel was not informed about my identity or properties. D4263 referred to it as my screw. Consistent with Experiment 4261, the subject was oblivious of his use of the first person in his description. This suggests that, even if I were destroyed, my effects would still be inherent in my remains. D4264 was placed in isolation in a cell adjacent to my chamber to be observed until my secondary effect manifests. No effects appeared. 
D-4264 was terminated 90 days after the start of the experiment. Thank God there are some limits to my effects. A lot of us were really starting to get worried about me. Dr. Redacted. I'm going to say so, it's Dr. Chudley. So I know I know in Redacted that even as like a D-class who used 500 days, you get capped anyways. But mm-hmm. I love like 90 days past and it's like, Mr. John SCP, uh, nothing happened to him. <laughs> what should we do? Should we like put him in the room? It's like no. Pulls out gun and shoots. <laughs> Can't expect God like, to do all the work. Okay, Matt. The way that you're describing it, I thought that like like someone would just be like, "All right, I want you to imagine this toaster," and they like they think about it, and then their brain just suddenly gets like warped into the toaster for like two seconds before they're immediately back in their body. No, 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 no. Like, no yeah, no. it's just yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I thrown into the toaster. Yeah, I, I assume that we'd be having a conversation and be like, you hear about SCP-426 and then you turn into a toaster for a brief second. Like, what happened? And you're like, well, what do you, what do you mean? Your body goes, like, limp for, like, a second as your soul just leaves immediately, becomes a toaster, and then comes back. You're well, like, well, now I know how that feels. It's possible if it got more powerful, that would happen. <laughs> I want to get it more powerful. I, I did really enjoy this one. This is one of my all-time favorites. It's just, it's so fucking funny when you start reading it, because it's such a weird one. But what I really like about it is it's still unsettling. It's still dangerous. It yeah. still kills people. I think if it didn't kill people, it wouldn't be very interesting. But that it does is, I mean, that's fucking freaky. And I think it makes the ending statement funnier that they're thanking God that there's nothing else to it. All right, are we ready to begin my fan fiction? I am fan very fiction, ready. SCP. Yeah. All right. Uh, pull up to SCP two seven one eight. What happens afterwards? Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. I am. I'll post on fanfic links if you haven't googled it yet. All right. <clears throat> Item SCP. Changing numbers. Object class. Catastrophic abort at D09E289. Handle not found. Special containment procedures. SCP Jumble is a Damarung class cognito hazard. All personnel, regardless of clearance, are forbidden to expose themselves to the description of this article under any circumstances. Do not tamper with the warning about Damarung clearance. Without Damarung clearance, do not discuss the existence of this article with any person. No disciplinary action will be necessary, provided you close this article now and clear your browser cache. Atypical software measures have been used to mitigate the risk of accidental exposure. It is only by an unfortunate coincidence of extremely low probability that you have stumbled across this entry at all. No disciplinary action will be necessary, provided you close this article now and clear your browser cache. Since creation, only the special containment procedure section of this record has ever been editable. Due to the clearance of this file's original author, and anomalous database limitations and effect, this record can neither be deleted nor effectively redacted. Access restrictions cannot be applied to the data in any reliable way. Of course, access restrictions can still be enforced. It is now too late to close this article. Do not discuss the existence of this article with any person. Notify the help desk that your workstation has a Damarung contamination. Shut off your monitor and seek immediate amnestic treatment. Following conditions all constitute a breach. Exposure to any part of the description, however briefly. Failure to close this article within 18 seconds of exposure without code word clearance. Shut off your monitor now and notify the breach test that you and your workstation have Damarung contamination. Await MTF processing. 
if we click on Damarung, uh, for Damarung eyes only, agent instructions. The breach to which you are responding has already been mostly contained by an automated system, and containment will be complete when you restart this terminal. However, your orders are to attempt to improve the current containment containment procedures by any means possible. Within the time allotted to you, you have been temporarily granted administrative network access from this terminal. Use any resources you deem necessary to fulfill your mission. Do not expose yourself to the Canedo hazard in the description. Following technical details will happen in your task. As noted above, the article ignores the delete command. It cannot be extricated from the database and extensive collateral corruption of other critical systems. Instead, containment strategies to minimize the probability of user discovering this entry by chance. This and an unhaltable mainframe process repeatedly switches the ordinal designation of the article with that of another randomly selected entry. Normally, when two article numbers are exchanged for administrative purposes, the two entries disappear from the index momentarily. Kernel exploit of processor Aratum 23 allows us to delay completion of the subroutine by deeply recursing the article, renumbering with an intentionally terrible algorithm. Currently, bubble sort, crossed out, stooge sort, crossed out, bogus sort against a known corrupt stack in extended memory until the thread aborts catastrophically. The index swap completes and the process restarts. This artificially inserts a delay by the order of 10 to the 17th power clock cycles between this visibility, when a link to this article becomes momentarily visible and accessible from the article index before the process repeats. Breach will only occur in the unlikely event that a user with index privileges loads the main list at a precisely correct moment Despite need-to-know best practices, the following link to this entry ignores the warnings and reads past the first paragraph. The intervals between visibility are indeterminate but finite. On average, the interval will go larger by order of O times N to the second as the number of available articles grows, but shorter as the mainframe's hot swappable processors increase in flops. This clutch has a graveless, gravely serious side effect. The SCP article randomly selected for the swap also disappears from the list the same period of time until reappearing under a new ID. While O5 has authorized this detrimental effect and central consequence of containment, you're ordered not to verify it through the chain of command as no other living person is currently aware of this article, this process, or this authorization exists. If validation is required, an inline O5 authorization of the order follows, a jumble of numbers. You are subject to summary termination of trinitite class memetic if you proceed past this point. Is everybody ready to proceed? I am ready. My body scroll, is ready. Scroll down. Demerung <clears> eyes <throat> only. Editor's note. Oh, would somebody like to be Andrew since I've been doing most of the talking? I can, or Michael can. I'll do it. Go ahead. Editor's note. I had to throw that kill sprite together in a hurry. The one constructed and installed by my pre uh, predecessor was clearly defective. Instead of the donkey kick I expected from a standard inoculation uh, interdiction, I barely registered minor eye strain. Of course, under the circumstances, I suppose we're limited, aren't we? To a, containment, uh, to a contaminated workstation and barely adequate tools. Anyway, if you survive that memetic, hopefully it's because you have code word clearance, and not because I didn't get it right either. In that case, you're probably boned pretty bad, and I apologize for not killing you in time. But cut me some slack. When we looked them up 90 minutes ago, the only predecessors, uh, the only procedures for this code were uh, read, randomly select one mainframe qualified coder from the experimental containment research group with level 3 clearance. Supply the designee with a behemoth class amnestic and dispatch them to the affected terminal. 
They will find instructions there. If they fail to complete the task within two hours, or if upon return, they can remember the year or name of the current U.S. president terminate. Guess what? That's a pretty small subset of personnel to choose randomly from. Well, Spock smashes scissors, but it's his, uh, paper to disprove Spock. So now in return for containment duty, I get to blow a sizable chunk of my life out of my skull. At least I won't have to remember them pro uh, processing the, the Lukey Lu who caused this breach. Assuming you're ECRG like me, you've never heard of Damarong before today either. Here's what I can tell you. From the look of the source code and comments, you're probably the fourth or fifth to respond to this thing since inception. I made a, small, a couple of minor edits to the documentation above, but mostly spent my time trying to slow the algorithm with the worst patterns I could think of. In the end, I was able to uh, de-optimize the existing recursive by a factor of two. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about the underlying hardware or how others users follow unfamiliar links from the main list to guess how much difference that makes. I'm sure on first implementation, they thought they had five, maybe 10 years between breaches, but I know for a fact that they've introduced at least one quantum pro uh, processor to the grid, which will deprecate this approach faster than you can say redacted. Hopefully you've got a better idea for a slow algo than I do, or at least three did. Maybe upgrade to a quantum boga sort of the article numbers on this hardware that might technically be a XK algorithm and therefore forbidden. I don't know. I used up most of the time already and I can't risk another recompile in the few minutes remaining before I have to commit these changes and wash down the stick of dynamite with warm, backwashy Mountain Dew. Andrew's out. P.S. I guess I got to thinking my brain was hosed either way, so what the hell, I don't know why, but I just wanted, I just went ahead and did it. Couldn't help myself, really. Resist the urge. It's clearly a fridge-class Canito uh, hazard, and I and already it's starting to sink in, so this horse pill better work pretty quickly. All right, and we have a video recording as we actually learn uh, what the hell is so dangerous that no one is allowed to know about it. I can, Begin uh, recording. I can, actually, I can actually listen to it, too, so let me know when you start it, and it'll be in the recording. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> begin recording. Microphone tapping, chair sliding. Oh no, it's not an actual audio thing. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not. It's, it's it's text. Damn, I expected too much. All right. This is this is dialogue. Um, it appears it's it doesn't have said, but one one paragraph is something else. So, uh, Matt, would you start us off, and then I'll read the next line. Sure. That'll constitute as a conversation. <clears throat> there you go, ma'am. This interpreter is new technology, but it'll allow you to forego the use of a keyboard for article creation. Just speak naturally into the microphone. We can go back and revise any errors after you've finished. I don't think so, young man. There won't be time. This, may be a, this must also be a permanent record. Access restricted to L3s and up. Can you prevent anyone from tampering with this entry later? Um, <clears throat> anyone, ma'am? Anyone and everyone. You understand me. If there's ever but one article left in the database, this had better been it. Well, I'm not senior enough to select the most appropriate technique to accomplish that. Uh, maybe if we got Geffert involved. I want you to make an executive decision. I'm confident in your ability. We cannot delay. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's a mechanism I could take advantage of. It's actually designed to protect against anomalous data corruption, but it would have the effect you're looking for. 
If you're certain, ma'am, I could make this section of the article right once and splat it into the database runtime. However, that means no editing whatsoever will be possible. If you misspeak, you'll just have to clarify and keep going. Very well, do so. Fortunately, I'm a world-class dictator. For the degree of security you have in mind, ma'am, I'll need to borrow your credential token. Thank you. One moment. There. That's done it. You've been very helpful. That will be all. For your own safety, I'm ordering you to obtain amnestic treatment as soon as possible. Enough to forget this entire morning. Do you understand? Uh, yes, I do. Good. You will likely be suggested to enhance interrogation within a day or two. It'll be go easy for you if you have no memory of this. Ooh, oh boy. As a literal token of my gratitude for your loyalty, why don't you hold on to those credentials? I won't be needing them. If you act quickly, I suspect you can think of a way to put them to good use before they are revoked and you are detained. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Now go. I foresee that you have a fine career ahead of you. We will not speak again. Thank you, ma'am. Goodbye. (sighs) My name is Miriam Prather. I have been 057 for 77 years. I will remain so perhaps seven minutes more. And that is not enough time to devise adequate special containment procedures myself. I leave that to you. Over the course of my tenure, I've witnessed 19 distinct anomalous methods to restore life. The devices and entities responsible take vastly different forms. When you look past the science, the magic, the razzle-dazzle, there are fundamentally two broad but simple categories. The first type is replication, where a clone, a simulacrum, or other copy is made with the subject's mind and body as existed at some point during life. The second sort is temporal, but this approach to space-time paths of the subjects, constituent particles are reversed, events are literally undone until the subject is restored to a functional state. These two categories have a crucial commonality. The restored individual has no memory or experience of death. To put it another way, despite 2.4 million years of hominid speculation, Foundation records contain no reliable first-hand testimony what happens to us after we die. We have other sources of information, naturally, but light in recent events, I believe that the SCPs we have interrogated on this topic over the years are guilty of either ignorance or deceit. For you see, we invented an exception. Six months ago, we resurrected Roger Sheldon, formerly 0511, with a novel procedure. The theoretical groundwork had existed for some time, but for a litany of reasons. Complexity of the process, technical skill required, the systemic risks, not to mention the enormous costs. Only the direst need justified the attempt. At 73, Roger was the youngest overseer when he died. He had two habits that were peculiar for an 05, only marginally tolerated by the rest of us at the time, and now forbidden. The first was an obstinate refusal to fortify, as we call it, to enhance his longevity with the supplements available to those of our station. The second was a penchant for taking his holidays unannounced in an utter solitude. When a stroke ended him 18 years ago, he was perched on a rocky promontory above marine iguana nesting grounds on Espanola Island. It took 14 years to find his remains. We would not have gone on looking for so long, but two reasons. He kept on his person a certain key, of which I shall not say no more, except that it could not be allowed to stay lost, and that he held in his brain a secret word for which we could not replace him. The alternating Galapagos rains and bright sun, perhaps hawks, had been reduced into a moldering ruin of bone fragments, and only the stubbornness Sinu the recovery crew used brooms and bags to collect as much of him remained. The artifact was retrieved to our relief, but we were still faced with the daunting tax of extracting his shibboleth. With so much original material to work with, none of the time-tested methods of recovery were feasible. 
It distresses me enough to say so, but it's unlikely that any records of our methodology will survive the impending purge. Suffice to say that having gathered his diaspora, we set out to construct a quantum approximation of him, physically, chemically, electrically, with sufficient accuracy that his heart would resume its beat, his synapses would fire, and his mouth would move, if briefly. As we required but one iota of information from him, we hoped at best that he would survive long enough to provide it and simply expire again. As is often the case, we outdid ourselves. All the king horses and all the king's men could indeed put him back together again. Roger was perfectly reanimated. He emerged from his cocoon looking a bit younger and healthier than my last memories of him. He sobbed uncontrollably for some time, unresponsive for any stimulus. Yet about half an hour, he relaxed. The expression turnly turned to utter serenity as he spoke two unintelligible but clearly joyous words. He was swiftly interrogated, but he responded to our questions with candor, enthusiasm, and unmistakable relief. We kept him in quarantine under in a containment unit for 30 days. He offered no objection, cooperated completely. He behaved as any of us might under the circumstances. And in the end, after some light debate, we unanimously restored him to office. We were the ones who remade him, after all. Wouldn't each of us expect the same? He rewarded our hubris by resuming his duties with an inspired vigor, consistently displaying deeper insight and wisdom than ever before. In particular, we welcomed some of his changes of his habits. As soon as the rest of us allowed it, he began regular fortification treatments for the first time. He appointed a sensible entourage of medical staff and bodyguards that were never far from his person. Previously, empathy for his fellow man had never been a strong suit. Yet suddenly, he displayed renewed interest in the safety of our per containment protocols, the healthcare benefits of foundation employees, and a profound distaste for the sacrifice of D-class. Under the circumstances, none of this struck us as particularly alarming behavior, but it shouldn't, but it should have. He concealed the crux of it from all of us. At first, naturally, in our interrogation, we'd asked him if he had any experience or memory of the afterlife. He claimed to recall nothing, exactly as everyone always does, and defeated our polygraphs completely. He approached me first about two months ago. He asked if in his absence we obtained any pieces, which I shouldn't have to point out is not our term of art capable of su sustaining life indefinitely. While break breathtaking longevity is now within our power, it may surprise you to learn that immortality is not, and our best theoreticians have recently posited it will never be attainable. The resurrections we can accomplish, even his, cannot be repeated more than once or twice. Sapient life is necessarily intertwined with quantum uncertainty. Localize a particle with perfect precision, and it attains infinitely uncertain momentum, lost in an instant. Just so, the longer and more tightly a consciousness is bound to a specific vessel, the more likely it will scatter irretrievably on its own. Regardless of science, magic, or razzle-dazzle, you, your children, and your great-great-great-grandchildren will one day most assuredly die and stay dead. His disappointment at this theorem was palpable, as I experienced a moment of discomfort as his reaction. Now, a week later, 052 received word of a severe breach of protocol. Roger, or rather 0511, had initiated direct contact with an ape in containment. For those, for you L3s, ape skips are... Apex tier pluripotent entities. I imagine you can work out the euphemism. We kept our initial investigation off the books. He'd been clever in covering his tracks. There's no breach alarm, no record of any encounter in the log, but one of the skip's guards failed a random amnestic test to his dismay, and that was trail enough which sent us on our bloodhounds. We couldn't prove it, but we imagined he risked exposure to skip off to, to the skip to offer some kind of deal. This could not stand, as two of his oldest comrades today, 052, and I confronted him privately. But he caught us off guard, for he confessed everything and begged us for help. I surreptitiously recorded his pleas as a precaution. It is easy if I simply replay it for you now.
would someone like to play 05, uh, 11, or Roger? Uh, I'll be go Roger. Ahead, Matt. What was that, Michael? You yeah. want to be him? No, I was saying go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> I dared not speak of this at first. You'd never let me out of containment. The truth is, I was aware of all of it. I suppose there was a sweet oblivion like deep sleep at first, but in retrospect, I think it was no more than a day. Slowly, but unmistakably, I reoccupied my corpse with dreamlike consciousness, numb for the first merciful hours, blind, deaf, and immobile, but then I seemed to reconnect to every nerve and became aware of every sensation, more so than I ever was in life. I perceived myself trapped within an immovable object and the intensity of the struggle amplified, subtle, then acute, then racking. I cannot describe it completely, but imagine holding your breath beyond urge, beyond pain, beyond desperation, head throbbing and eyes bulging, a dream of suffocation without end. My skin blistered and split in the sunlight, biting insects descending rapidly. I felt eggs hatch, larvae crawl, gases Build and burst within me, individual cells rupturing, interstitial fluids souring and blackening. Somehow my capacity to experience and store these sensations grew. Even as I was keenly aware of my cerebrum being scattered and devoured, my perception expanded into the gizzards of birds and the depths of fire ant dens. I was aware of every fingernail and strand of hair that pulled away in the wind, and my sensation clung to them as they settled in the ocean and dissolved in the maws of a trillion diatoms. I don't understand it. The more bits of me there were, the larger my capacity for the perception of pain. As I decayed into pieces smaller than living nerves could possibly distinguish, the character of the discomfort changed. From burning and aching and breaking, I may relate to you in human terms. To something worse that I cannot fully articulate. A terrible, maddening stretching of every part of myself from every other part. Humans often numb to chronic pains in life, do they not? Yet every year, every month, every second that passed, I swear it only intensified. In my previous life, I ruminated on heaven and hell and the likelihood of my experiencing one, the other, or something in between. As terrible as I imagined the torpor of heaven or the torments of hell to be, this was entirely different from either. In hell, at least, there would surely be a tormentor. Some memory of my deeds, some sense of justice, even if my soul rejected its logic, I can imagine some comfort in hell for a mind such as mine. I do not think this is a punishment. I don't think it is caused. I deeply suspect it is simply our condition, our nature to go on this way. Do you see? In all that time, I was certainly absolutely, totally alone. And before long, all memory of life had shriveled to a cinder lost beneath my interminable anguish. Alive again, I suspect I cannot quite recall the worst of it, as if my living brain's too small for the experience. As overseers, we witness, inflict, or endure great suffering. Yet what awaits us all is worse. The way an earache is worse than a bee sting. The way frostbite is worse than a burn. I was dead for eighteen years, and my misery eludes description. Dare we try to fathom the collective agony of legions of ancient dead? Believe this, I will not return to that execrable existence, not a hundred years from now, not ever. Yes, I approached Ahriman for help. 
I am sure he could extend us all if he wished. I offered him great concessions from the Foundation, even perhaps release. But he laughed and refused. But I, I can think of others willing to trade on a smaller scale, though the price thing may be nearly as... No, nothing compares. Anything is better so long as it is forever. Do you believe me? Will you join me and together escape this fate? Please. Click. We were dumbfounded and suddenly sympathetic. An instant later, fearful. I can't remember the last time I felt my heart race so, but we do not operate in a vacuum. A revelation of this magnitude must be brought before the council for consideration. He was loath to admit his deception before the Absendal Council, but he was clearly desperate for action as well. We prevailed upon him to call an immediate emergency session in the teleconference. I knew anything less would constitute treachery. Still, as the three of us hurried to the conference room alpha, I suddenly found myself harboring subtle thoughts of... <clears throat> and so he gave his testimony again, nearly as frank and purposely prosaic as before, but the debate that unfolded in the wake of it, I've never witnessed anything like it. They were mostly skeptical voices at first, calm, concerned, and thoughtful. However, o 5 whose faces had grown increasingly pale as she listened to him, was suddenly a passionate advocate for any action. Michael, if you'd like to play o 5 uh... We must... Oh, there it is. We must declare human death a Keter SCP, she demanded, and contain it at any cost. That absurdity garnered an uproar, of course, but Roger had himself a sure ally now, and this spurred him on, shouting over the others to add an even darker details of the intensity of his perennial excruciation. Imagery I cannot repeat, sensations I must not contemplate. <coughs> I'm feeling lightheaded. 052, always a moderate influence, suggested we recess and collect ourselves, but then three suddenly moved that we order immediate systematic termination of dangerous skips to better protect ourselves and others. 056 seconded before it could be put to a boat. 13 suddenly clutched his chest in proximal panic and was being evaluated by his medical technician when his feed abruptly cut out. As the fracas came to a boil, it was 10, I think, who's next convinced. Oh, is belief the key? I, I, it it doesn't matter. At any rate, 10 started pounding his shoe on the table and hollering that we must dig a channel from the a Strakon spring to the Mediterranean Sea to fortify all mankind. That was enough. Certainly, 051 muted us all and stood red faced and shaking. Matt, would you like to be 051? <clears throat> Regardless of the truth of. Oh, let's see, is that the right one? Yeah. Let's see. Am I. Wait. Am I in the right spot? I want to make sure I am. Regardless of the truth. Yeah, okay. Regardless of the truth of O511's experience. Oh, that's a she. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, she said. Regardless of the truth of O511's experiences. O511. OS11. O511. 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 It is plain that we have lost all reason. There is only one possible explanation for this. Therefore, I am declaring emergency protocol 17. Remain where you are. We shall all be administered class A amnestics. Except you, Roger. We made a grave error releasing you from containment. And it will be corrected. She pointed at her administrative assistant to act, but before he could lock down the conference room from which two eleven and I were dialed in, Roger had already bolted out the door. I was after him in an instant, and nearly crushed by the bulkhead it slammed into place. I only wanted to stop him. I think, and now I was outside the safe room too, but he was already out of sight. Super superlative idiot. They couldn't see me, they couldn't hear me, they couldn't know why I wanted back in, how badly I wanted to breathe in the red gas that was surely streaming into the room on the other side. 
One instant of poor judgment, my fate is sealed. Now that I know what's in store. What was left to do? I ran to the help desk. <laughs> help enough, eh? For this, my final act. I love the foundation as I would have loved a daughter. I do this for the security and protection of mankind. And so I beg you, this gnosis must not be erased, forgotten. That is not containment. That is madness. Bring us back. Get us out. I'm so frightened. What's wrong with me? I... Door bursting open. Automatic gunfire from three distinct sources. <clears throat> Clear. Clear. God damn this job. Bag that Oscar quickly, Sergeant. We still have one to go. Sight and breach alarm sounds. What now? Specialist, talk to me. Sir, I'm getting a report of a keter breach in the AR2 compound. Ah, oh, hell. Two rogue Oscars on top of it. Now the old man is on the loop. This is a shit sandwich, sir. Contain that chatter, Sergeant. Stand by, sir. Negative on one zero one zero six escaping. Sir, I'm getting details. Say again, please. It's the other way around. The other Oscar. He went in, sir. He went in. The hell he did. They have visual confirmation, sir. Procedures dictate we treat him as KIA specialist. I know. Let's finish here then. Sir? This Oscar had recording equipment here. It's still running. Oh, for the love of... Shut it down, Sergeant. Shut it down now. Specialist, get an audio hazard team down here on the dump. End recording. If you if you did if you, you didn't get that bit there, um, uh, Roger used I I believe it's six oh one to hop into an alternate dimension. Oh yeah, but that is uh SCP two seven one eight. What'd you guys think? Uh, pretty existentially terrifying. Six oh one. I don't think that's six oh one. I think it's one oh six. Uh, cause he, it says neg negative on one zero six escaping. Sir, I'm getting details. It's uh, the I other way around, the man. The old yeah, he, man. He might have used one oh six. Yeah, cause six oh one has nothing to do with uh. Yeah. Yeah, six oh one is Sophocles chorus, which is a group humanoid containment. It makes sense that he would break out one oh six though. Because they said the yeah, old I, man. I, 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 might, I might have misread it as him saying, uh, what's it called? Uh, the other way around is, uh, instead of the numbers, it's who helped who. Yeah, so, yeah it's SCP-106. But uh, I, 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 re I, re I really like this one because it feels like, uh, uh, like, a, like, a, like, a, like one of those like old school um, sci-fi stories like... Uh, um, I have no tongue and much scream where it's very like existential and like depressing, horrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very terrifying. Mm -hmm. It's also very, very well written. Oh, too. yeah. Really, really well written. I think it probably goes on a tiny bit longer than it needs to, but it's the setup, though, that really hooks you in. Yeah, because you're just whole... wondering what the hell it is. Yeah, it's the big, it's the build up to the reveal of, yeah, it's fucking human death that makes it so like intriguing. And SCP's got to have a really good hook to hook you into actually reading the rest of the document because it's a, it's supposed to be a, it's it's all stories when you really put it, you know, think about it. 
Yeah, so I just I think also, it's probably also, a little longer than it needs to, but that's just me. Oh yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think it's a little lengthy, but I I rep- I appreciate the the attempt. Yeah, I the big- I, I, uh, I enjoy them actually giving some character to the O five Council because usually you just hear them giving orders and whatnot, and you don't actually get to know think who of them they as humans. Are. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a really good. They're one. All this is probably one of my favorites. Yeah, it's up. There. I'm gonna give this one a nine. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a nine as well. Uh, I don't know. Somewhere between eight point five and a nine. It's really well written. I do think it's probably got a little bit of polishing that should be done up, but uh, it's good. It's really good. I feel. I- I, I was I was imagining because I feel like this would work good good being adapted into like an SCP fan film. I feel like yeah. if anything that would work, the, it would make the most sense to turn that into an SCP fan film because there you, is you, a, don't, you don't even need much of a budget. Yeah, you like, just need someone to talk. Talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works as like a good I guess like if you really wanted to like make like let's say it's a big budget uh, film for SCP. Like this would be the perfect way to kind of kickstart it off. Like you have something that's intriguing, and then you have the O five Council drop. We should come <laughs> up with a a collection of three SCPs to describe the general gist of what all SCPs are like. Well, I mean, there's there's of course like the big ones that would that people would immediately gravitate to. Yeah, but the big ones all tend to be kind of similar. They all tend to be just monsters. I mean, yeah. Stuff like 626, My favorite SCPs tend to kind of be like this. I like when it tells like a story. It's not like just like, this is the toaster. The toaster is in the box. There's like, there's like a narrative being woven through it. Rather, whether or not it's an actual story being told in this or it's um like a, like a, like like containment log after containment log after recording after recording telling a story about this one SCP rather than thing in box this is what thing does this one and 2774 2718 and 2774 they have a really really good setup for the narrative quote unquote for what goes on with it cuz 2774 you can see the the progression of how things happened and the uh the progress made in it Hmm. Funnily enough, I also like a what was it? The haunted two pack album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 two the, the something something of Tupac Shakur. That's also a, one of my favorites. I think it's up there in the terms of like, like just how weird you can get with SCP while also still being SCP. Because it starts out as ha ha funny Tupac CD is alive, and then it's like. Oh, this God. one is a shout out to the O5 Council, and you're like, shit, <laughs> shit, fuck, goddamn, the O5 Council. God fucking damn it. I wonder if uh, there's ever been an SCP that was specifically based around the O5 Council. I mean, this one. I'm sure. Be. I'm sure there has. Yeah, this one was sort of related to it because it affected one of the members, but I mean, one that is specifically just about them, not about other humans. Oh, I see. Because this affects all of mankind. 
I'd be uh I'd be curious to see how that would work. Perhaps uh um perhaps as an idea for a fic because you know all of the SCPs are technically with within their own canon. There's an SCP in which the members of the O5 council realize that they have been led by like this O O five one is an SCP. They're like an immortal or something like that. And they they like they get caught and they get thrown into a cell and then they start interrogating him and he explains like what he's doing here and why he's there and like is like I I built the the foundation originally to contain myself. It could be a zero zero one proposal actually. That would be pretty cool actually. We should think yeah. about doing something like that. All right. Uh, do we want to make a quick discussion about SCP as a whole? Or shall we end it here? I mean, uh, there's not much that needs to be said outside. Yeah, of we already had a, a big, a big honking SCP discussion in the previous episode. But I will say for this, uh, like, like as a collection, um, uh, just like a quick recap. Among Us, like, like I said before, that one was okay. It was just, it was one of the. Dun -dun. Like it, it, it's okay. It's one of the ones that I, I guess I, 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 uh, I recommend not reading SCPs in order and just kind of finding ones that are good and ones that seem interesting and clicking on them because you'll get bored real quick. It's just like haha, funny Among Us. Mm -hmm. That's it. There's not a lot of substance to it. Uh, the sloth. Um, that's a pretty good one. I don't know if a lot of people talk about the sloth, but I feel like that's one of the ones. That, it's gained uh, a fair bit of traction. It's got 500 upvotes. It's I one of the ones that I, I feel I, like isn't talked enough about, but it's one that people are aware of. Mm -hmm. um, and as for mine, which is, uh, again, a, a personal favorite of mine, and I know if you look up, like, scariest SCPs, it's usually one, like, on it. But I, I, I really like the, the writing, the setup, and just the idea that human death itself is an SCP that obviously you can't contain it without making everybody immortal, but as the, the story posits, immortality is impossible. Yeah. I think, uh, just to summarize, I think SCP in a lot of ways is about avoiding inevitability with certain things. Like, people are trying to protect themselves from these creatures. They're trying to stop something from harming mankind. But, uh, where does it really go at the end point in a lot of ways? Yeah, I, I, li I like when SCPs go like, oh, we can't possibly keep containing like everything. Eventually, something is going to to break out. And I, I, I like ones that, that, that deal with that. Or it's potentially like, oh, yeah, there's something or something making SCPs or what exactly, you know, like, like going into this, like, why don't you just eliminate all of these things you're just you're just putting things into boxes and eventually those boxes aren't going to hold you know i just had a really good idea for one what if the what? scp foundation propagandized the idea of doubting the scp foundation as itself an scp they start saying yeah if you start not believing in us if you start doubting us you're suffering from an scp buddy but but oh by the I way I just found one. I just found SCP really ninety eight which is called this is a call out post for copyright XO Princess Baddie XO. 
<laughs> I I mean I'd be fully down if like if that was the O five council SCP, the one where it's um where you it's just propaganda. Your... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would make a lot of sense if you were to go with that choice. Who would be maintaining it then though? Because the O five council like know everything. So they'd know that it was um they'd know it was propaganda. So maybe they're the ones propagating it. Probably, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean it's an order from the O five council and you can't go against the O five council. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I think uh the best thing that you could do is list it's an O five council member who writes the entry and like that's the hint. Yeah, I mean you're you could have just the author be redacted that's true and then people and then people can connect the dots that way because uh like i feel like it, if people are smart enough to understand that like if you're making an scp specifically saying that if you think that the foundation it's if it's specifically about the foundation mm-hmm. then it's then you can easily connect the dots to that oh, way. But by, by, by the way, I think if we cover SCPs again, we need to pick ones from the 5000 series because we have such great titles as the SCP foundation is my boyfriend. The best part of waking up is manifesting a new God a long way from flavor town <laughs> and pizza delivery speed run. RTA, 100% completion. What the fuck? There's uh, also SCP. SCP fifty forty three. Dado's brain explodes. Uh, the, the do the make the your brains have a blow explosion. Five five two five. The United States government loots Atlantis. <laughs> Mister five zero five fifty ninety one. Sir Skeleton. Map of the multiverse. Gippy the unicorn has had enough of your shit. Anti puncher shark. What the fuck. The anti-puncher shark. Jeffrey Quincy Harrison the third, site director, gunball machine. SCP fifty three oh four flushed emoji. SCP real flushed emoji. Hold on, can I read the the description of SCP fifty nine sixteen? Sure. <clears throat> fifty nine sixteen is the designation of six, formerly ten, great white sharks. What? Who the fuck comes up with this shit? <laughs> this is like this is where like SCP is like going, and that's the uh, uh, also I, I I love this like this new like HTML setup that the five thousand series has. <laughs> 50, 5430, a snake wearing forty eight sneakers. I found Jesus yums me five five nine one. How to perfectly oh, yeah. so, kiss five five nine nine one. So the new file format, for those of you who aren't aware, is actually the new way that SCPs are supposed to be. It's like a beta of like how SCPs are supposed to be kind of like organized. So there's like the containment class and then there's a secondary class uh, if that is an esoteric. Uh, So, you know, hmm. Uh, I'm trying to find one that actually has one that isn't megalomania because it's a hard one to go through. Uh, how I found melt it. when exposed It's a containment class Euclid, disruption class Vlam, risk class warning. 5916, is that what you said? Yep, it's the sharks. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the anti puncher shark. So, yeah, the containment class, and the, so there's the disruption class. So, essentially, uh, the higher the number, the more it will disturb, like, the general 
presence of like what we can what we what we uh, call reality mm -hmm. so a vlam is essentially like oh that's a little weird like that's that's not supposed to happen whereas like a like a level one i don't remember the original name uh let me go see if i can actually find the info page about it because there was a it was something that was new uh new scp documentation I remember finding a video about it because it was like it was uh, something that was just kind of different uh, to go for. <laughs> trying to find it. It's but they they have like a very it's a very distinct new format for how they're like trying to go with. Uh, their classifications uh let me see if i can find it it's I very hard one. oh go ahead as i found one called uh um uh the microbes must be crazy it's 5068 and it's about uh a a, a small drop of water that contains two different microbial species that are like, like waging war against each other and the foundation is just kind of sitting back with popcorn and looking at what's going on <laughs> what the fuck is that all right okay. so uh, i think i found here. it uh yeah. give me a moment to see if i can make sure that i'm looking at this correctly see component guide here all right so here's how it here's how we kind of classify it now so, of course, it doesn't fucking. All right, so Vlam is the like the lowest pot. I don't. Damn it! There's like nothing that's like really easy to understand how that works. Hybrid text bar. Okay. So we have a risk class and disruption class. Do so you have dark? Yeah. The known of potential disruption is so low as to not be a concern. The object is essentially inert when not in interacted with and may potentially only affect a single individual. The okay, foundation yeah, would find it trivial to clean up after it. Then yeah, you so, have Vlam. Yeah. What was that? I was going to, because I, I think I found the same thing, the anomaly classification system guide. Yeah, you have to scroll way down. It's ridiculous. Anyways, go on. Uh, the known of potential disruption will be localized to a small handful of people for Vlam. Uh, can affect multiple people, but not very far. It is relatively simple. Then you have Kennick as roughly defined as a city. It is fairly significant speed, fast enough as to cause concern for how fast it spreads, and it is moderately difficult to neutralize its effects. Then you have Eki. The known disruption would extend to roughly the size of a large metropolitan area to an entire country. The potential disruption could extend to the entire known world. The spread would be swift and difficult to manage. The foundation would find it quite difficult to, to neutralize its effects. Then you have Amida. This disruption class should be reserved for special circumstances when the foundation is essentially declaring war on an anomaly. When an anomaly possesses such a dire threat to the status quo and the foundations veil that there is no other option than to use all possible options in order to neutralize it. 
extends to the world and the whole entire multiverse or the entire universe. So I think the toaster would probably be ecky because it's really hard to contain in a lot of ways. Right. And then on top of that, you also have the risk class, uh, which starts at mm-hmm. notice, which is nearly non-existent to mild. Uh, it, uh, when you're in close, pro- close proximity, you don't really feel, you don't feel anything and it poses no danger. Then there is caution. Uh, which is mild to moderate, may feel mild effects from the anomaly, and it poses a mild danger. Then there is warning, which is a moderate to significant effect, and it will feel mild effects or may feel major effects from the anomalous object, and it poses moderate danger to any individual nearby. Then there is danger, which is significant to extreme, will feel major effects or may feel extreme effects from the anomalous object, and it poses a significant danger to any individual nearby. And lastly, is critical, uh, which will be near instant or extremely severe, and you will feel the effects nearly instantly, and the possibility of recovery is impossible. Guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just found uh, SCP five seven zero six Skyrim speedrun prank God wrong God sexual. Not Skyrim. <laughs> and then, like, 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 so, so you got herpes, right? You come, and then you're, 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 you're in the like the cart, and you live out the entirety of Skyrim before returning to the real world because it was a hallucination. <laughs> and it started because there was an orgy at. E3 2017. <laughs> a number of participants were detained to interview. Those who experienced the effects of SCP 5706 all reported sexual contact with a man who resembled Todd Howard, the creative director of <laughs> 16 times the detail, and then you get. So, you're finally awake. Imagine having sex with somebody and it's so good that you pass out and then you wake up and it's just, oh, so you're finally awake. Imagine busting the hardest nut of your entire life and then Skyrim. God. That's hell. I, I honestly want to experience that, not gonna lie. I would I would if I just like passed out after sex and I had like a VR headset on and I didn't know. And like I wake up and it's just the Skyrim opening. I would be literally unable to stop talking about it for the rest of my life. What if you had accidentally installed all the porn mods for Skyrim before you did that? This is a wet dream. Oh, that's a, this is a good. That's a good dream. Good dream. <laughs> wake up and I get low polygon titty. Let's go. Michael, I don't think I don't think you've ever seen. What those dumbasses did with those bodies. Those bodies are like a hundred megabytes each. <laughs> Would you say it's sixteen times the detail? It's sixteen times the detail. I, I think we should we should wrap. We it should up wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely like to visit the five thousands another time, though. Yep. All right. Goodbye. Bye.